Listener-supported KFUO, the messenger of good news. I'm Gary Duncan. You're listening to the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment in creation with Pastor Warren Wirth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold, Missouri. Hi, Pastor Wirth. Hi, Gary. We're going to look at the question, can scientists reverse aging? And you might wonder, where did that come from? Well, there's a CNN health article that appeared earlier in the month of January. It was posted here January 13th, 2023, by Sandy Lamott, and the title is Old Mice Grow Young Again in Study. Can People Do the Same? So let me just kind of give you the basics on this, and then there was also a reply to that. It was featured on Answers in Genesis um, back on January 19th. They had a post asking, can we reverse aging in humans? So the experiment had to do with Dr. Sinclair, who has been working on this project for a number of years. He's a professor of genetics at Harvard Medical School. So he's been working on this problem of what causes organisms to age for a long, long time. And what they came up with was that they believed it's a loss of information in the cells, a loss in the cell's ability to read its original DNA so it forgets how to function, in much the same way an old computer may develop corrupted software. And so he calls it the information theory of aging. So one of the things that they did is they they realized there's a difference between genetics, that's the code in your DNA that tells every cell how to make itself and so forth. And then there's epigenetics, which has to do with, they say it's like proteins and chemicals that sit like freckles on each gene, waiting to tell the gene what to do, where to do it, and when to do it. And so the epigenome literally turns genes on and off like a switch. And so they're saying things in environment over time can affect that. So just like a computer, the cellular process becomes corrupted as more DNA is broken or damaged. And so what he's saying is they tried to find a way to reverse that. And so they took mice, and what they did is uh, they found some mice that grew old and were blind. So they started with the blind mice. And they developed the thing. Real quick, was there three of them? (laughs) I was just going to say that. Okay. (laughs) So they they took these mice and they did something that's called inducible changes to the epigenome. So what they did is they uh, altered the way the DNA is folded. So it didn't change the sequence in the DNA, but it changed how the DNA was folded. And that seemed to make a difference. So they took ice mice at one year, and they, they first they made them look older. So they got them to age more quickly, so that at one year they were twice as old looking as they should have been. And then they wanted to see if they could reverse that. So they did a mixture of three of four Yamanaka factors, adult skin cells that have been reprogrammed to behave like the embryonic or pluripotent stem cells capable of developing into any cell, and they injected that into the mice along with antibiotics to trigger it. And what they did is the mice that had lost their sight regained most of their eyesight. And so then they tried it on some other organs that also had uh, degenerated because of age, and they tried it like on their kidneys and things like this, 
and they were able to get cells to go back between 50% and 70% of the original age. And they tried it repeatedly, and it looked like it worked more than once. Now, of course, the mice didn't live forever, but they have been able to see some things that they could do on some organs on these mice. And so the question would be, could that work on people. Well, they haven't gotten that far yet, obviously. That would be decades away before they would get that far. But that's that's the hope of these scientists, that they would be able to reverse aging by finding a way to deal with the epigenetic uh, material, to turn switches on and off, and to reverse the aging process. Now, you'd have to do it not just in one cell or one organ. You'd need to do it on all the cells and all the organs for it to really work. But that's what their hope is, to be able to figure out a way to do this. Now, a couple of quick comments. First of all, this has to do with our creation versus evolution debate. Notice how exceedingly complex and well-designed God made living organisms with their DNA to compare to computers and computer software. That stuff doesn't just happen by accident, right? It takes an intelligent being to create computers and software, and it takes these intelligent scientists to try to figure out how the DNA works and the epigenetics work in cells. So that points to God and a creator. And also, we want to point out that as amazing as this is, and it could actually result in some therapeutics for which we would be thankful. So if you could reverse uh, age-related eyesight problems or the fragility of bones in older people and make it easier for older people to heal after they've broken a bone or have had surgery, those would be things for which we would be thankful. And perhaps such a thing might be workable down the road. But are we going to solve the problem of aging, which is a debilitating effects of aging, which are a result of mankind's fall into sin? No, the wages of sin is death. And what the Bible says about that is not going to be fixed by any scientist, no matter how brilliant. Uh, we realize that the problem, the underlying problem of the debilitating age problem in human beings and all creation is a result of mankind's sin. And the only way to fix that is to get at the root problem of sin, which God did by sending Jesus to be our Savior. He dealt with that problem by coming into this world as a true human being, born of the Virgin Mary. He took our sins away when he died on the cross for us and rose in victory on the third day. The promise of everlasting life where there will be no more debilitating effects of aging, no more broken bones, no more blindness or deafness. That happens in the resurrection when Jesus comes again on the last day. So we want to direct our listeners back to the Bible and the solution that God has provided in the gospel of Jesus and not to have a false hope that scientists somehow will solve the problem of aging and give us eternal life. And imagine if we had eternal life in this world, that would not be good. So that's when you think back in Genesis where God would not let Adam and Eve after the fall eat of the tree of life and live forever. God wants us to live forever, but not like this, not in a sin-broken world. We eat of the tree of life forever when we're in the new creation, when we're uh, in paradise restored as the redeemed, restored people of God with our Lord Jesus Christ, saved by grace through faith in Him. Could we have a prayer before we wrap up this segment today? I would be glad to pray. In fact, something that occurred to me is Psalm 71, particularly Psalm 71, verse 17 uh, and 18. We pray. O God, from my youth you have taught me, and I still proclaim your wondrous deeds. So even to old age and gray hairs, O God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those to come. And we would also pray, Lord, help us always to find our hope and our help 
in Jesus, your Son, who died for us and rose again, that we might have the free gift of eternal life by grace through faith in Him. In His name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for being on the program, Pastor Worth. My pleasure. We are listener-supported KFUO, the messenger of good news.